time for Conversations with the Mayors, brought to you by the Chamber for a Greater Chapel Hill Carborough, home to one of the most diverse, collaborative, and fastest-growing communities of business leaders in North Carolina. The Chamber is uniquely qualified to connect you with the people, resources, and opportunities that you need to succeed. Learn more about membership at carolinachamber.org. And let's just confirm that we actually have Chapel Hill Mayor Pam Hemminger on the phone. <laughs> Pam, are you there? I am here. <laughs> Thank you so much for your flexibility, and uh, we'll get right into it, because I know that there's a lot going on in the community, and now we're a couple minutes late. So let's start with last night's uh, meeting from the town council, and one of the big eyebrow-raising items on that agenda was a vote on the 828 MLK project. wonder if you could clarify what that vote was for and what the next steps might be. I will, but I do want to start off that we started our evening off with a resolution in solidarity with Chapel Hill's LGBTQ community. We felt it was important to make a statement in opposition to the two bills that have been introduced to the General Assembly, uh, the Senate Bill 49 and the House Bill 43. Um, these do not reflect our values, and we don't, we don't want to see more of these bills coming, but we're going to make a stand and say and speak up. We encourage everyone to speak up over these kind of bills that take away rights of, of people in, in our community, in our state, and overall. And so these are the same don't say gay bills that are coming out of Florida and some other bills. So we felt that was important. And then we celebrated International Women's Day. And we had a wonderful video that's now out there on Twitter and some other places um, showing all the um, most. We have so many amazing women employees and leadership at the town. We didn't show all of them. There's a lot more. But it was a really inspiring video and lots of smiling happy faces, so that was really good. And then we um, celebrated National Developmental Disabilities Awareness Month, and we were joined with Jacqueline Bohaler and Alex Martell from B3 Coffee, along with Lisa Cayley from Extraordinary Ventures, to help raise awareness and to let people know how hard it is that people with disabilities face barriers to get employed. And we've been working with them, and you know the town hires um, some employees to do a wide range of jobs, like cleaning Chapel Hill buses, but Extraordinary Ventures, they always do, they do laundry for students, they make candles, all kinds of great activities. So it was great. And now, now I can move on to 828, but we also have the update on the partnership to end homelessness, a big item. Um, on 828, which is where our current police station is, which we all agreed is in complete disrepair and has been waiting for a very long time. Um, voters passed the bond in 2015 to help uh, rebuild this site. We've looked at so many sites in town and we really like the location. We own this property. We can remediate this property, but it's taken a long time to go through the process, brownfields, testing, monitoring, advice from experts. Um, you heard a lot of statements last night from council members saying, we hear you, we understand that coal ash is toxic. What we want to discern is the best way to remediate it. And in order to do that, you have to have permission from Department of Environmental Equality, or DEQ as we call them. And in order to do that, you have to have a plan of what you'd like to put there. And so now that we've discussed only putting the MSC building there with the parking deck, we have to be able to submit a plan to them. And this vote last night was to let staff move forward with sending the money to actually physically draw, get a group to draw a plan and send it into DEQ. Um, we believe from our experts that remediating it where it is is the most environmentally responsible thing to do, um, but we will await what DEQ says after we get the plan submitted. So we heard from people in the audience who felt differently, 
and we understand that. We've showed how many public meetings we've had. There have been 17 different occasions for the public to join in with us to discuss this between public information meetings and town council meetings. The council's actually had more presentations than that as we've dealt with this issue um, and trying to learn all we can. And I know a lot of people were, were asking why this building couldn't go someplace else in town. And I think for a lot of people who pay close attention to um, the kind of the real estate circumstance in Chapel Hill, this answer might seem obvious, but if you could articulate why it is important that the town maintain this space, I think that would be helpful for some people. I'll be honest with you. We looked at other sites. We have looked and planned and had community discussions over at least six sites that I'm aware of. <laughs> During my tenure as mayor, um, there were challenges at those sites between expense, location, um, traffic concerns, site concerns, cost concerns, and knowing that we still had to remediate the site no matter what we did, we took another relook and decided the location was really helpful for our police department and other serve other departments that would go in this building, and so. Again, we have looked at many, many sites, and um, there's not a whole lot of real estate in Chapel Hill that works for this kind of facility. Um, and so it's been a long journey, and it's time to make some decisions. Um, and we want to know what the decision would be if it's to be rebuilt here. And so that's why we're going to take this next step in getting those cost estimates from the drawing and then submit the plans to DEQ so that we can get an answer back from them. That's the voice of Chapel Hill Mayor Pam Hemminger. And while we're talking about development and redevelopment, you were over in our part of town at University Place earlier this week for a ribbon cutting and a fairly dramatic uh, start to the demolition of the Southern Season portion of the mall. What can you tell me about uh, your, your presence at that event and what we're looking at going forward here at University Place? So I know it was bittersweet for some because we all love Southern Season. Um, and that was the part that was being knocked down, so that was a little hard to watch. But malls across the country are having to evolve. Um, people shop and gather differently. Uh, COVID taught us that people really enjoy being outside and seeing the places they're going to. Um, we need public gathering space. We need more green space. We worked really hard with RAM Development Corp to come back with a plan that actually incorporated our values, less impervious surface, more tree canopy, walking and biking um, around the site and to the site to get folks there. Um, those green gathering spaces within the site, be able to have art and music and other experiential activities going on there. Um, we've worked with them with the farmer's market. You'll hear more about that later when we settle on what, what the plan is. And then it's just a, a different, it's going to be a different opportunity for this community and it's really going to help our tax base and provide that place that people can get to and be on without getting in their car. So it's very exciting. There's been that mall's been slowly, slowly losing businesses and, and clamping down. And so this is gonna add new life and vibrancy. And people who live in our community will be able to get somewhere to do all those things without having to leave our community. So I, I'm really excited about this opportunity. That's the voice of Chapel Hill Mayor Pam Hemminger. And speaking of getting people out of their car, you mentioned earlier that the town will be hosting uh, the city's initiative on environmental issues. What can you tell me about that? So that was Tuesday. We're one of the founding members of pulling cities across North Carolina together, mostly the staff of each city that is working on environmental issues to reduce greenhouse gases. 
There's a lot of power in working together and sharing information and advocating with the Utilities Commission. The state, well, they can't lobby, but we can send formats. I testify in front of the Utilities Commission about how we can make progress towards reducing greenhouse gases and other environmental um, projects that we all want to work on. And it was really wonderful, the motivation, the dedication of individuals trying to make the world a better place, but trying to help make North Carolina a better place. And we love hosting them in town. And our, our team, led by John Richardson, does an amazing job. And we, are, we share that information with Metro mayors. I bring that information forward so that all cities can be involved if they wish to be. Um, and it's just been really a powerful group as they work towards steps that we can take in the state to make changes, um, building code changes, transit changes, all those kinds of things. So um, it's always exciting to have them back in town and feel that energy. It's really positive. Pam, we are already down to just about a minute to go. Is there anything else going on around the community that you wanted to shout out before we wrap up? I do want to shout out for people to turn their lights off. It's bird migratory season and turn out the lights at night. That's uh, going to be an annual reminder um, to mid to late March doing that in Chapel Hill. So lights out Chapel Hill like other communities around us. And then the update on the partnership and homelessness was was very informative. We have more work to do. We need to fill those gaps. We still have a very strong need, and we're all working in partnership together to make a difference and figure out how to best help folks stay in their homes, get find housing, um, and, and just be a healthier community. So I applaud um, Rachel Waltz and the whole group on working this and help us figure out how to handle this. And then the mayors, managers, and chairs of staff have been meeting to how we better utilize funding and resources. So all good things. And then council meets next week for a work session on budget and on East Town. Um, and again, always lots going on. Check the town calendar um, to see what those things are. You can find that town calendar at townofchapelhill.org. Our guest has been the mayor of Chapel Hill, Pam Hemminger. Pam, I always appreciate the time. Good stuff. And thank you so much for being flexible as we had our phone snafu here. <laughs> no worries. Take care and enjoy the beautiful day. Bye.